Welcome to the Art of Money podcast with Art McPherson. Here with Art McPherson, I'm Jennifer Perry. And this podcast is for those of you who are getting closer to retirement, maybe already retired and figuring out there are a lot of complex questions that come at this stage of your life. And here on the podcast, we're going to address those questions head on, give you some perspective on the headlines too, and occasionally hear from some celebrity guests as well here on this show. But first, a little bit about art. Um, actually, you've been doing this for more than 25 years now with offices in Melbourne and Tallahassee and really ended up in the financial services industry really quickly after you graduated from FSU. I just was lucky like that. You know, a lot of people bounce around at first to kind of get grooved in. Mm -hmm. But basically, you know, when you look at the industry as a whole, there were some big holes. You know, the industry is very good at teaching us how to, you know, evaluate stocks and mutual funds and things like that. Um, But it's really a one appointment approach. You know, people come in, you make a recommendation and they're off and running, you mm-hmm. know, and the kind of thing. So people are really used to just coming in and kind of having something push their direction. Right. You know? They kind of put you in a little box, it almost seems right. sometimes. And we have evolved over time where I didn't like that to start with, you know, mm-hmm. when I first got in the business. So I kind of evolved my own thing. But when I really came over and started working with my dad, uh, we really developed much more than just a, a one appointment process, it began to be, I can't do what I need to do in a one appointment process. So Mm -hmm. what devolved into a whole strategy, it took about, you know, probably about 15 years in the industry. I realized there's some big holes here that could be filled with just really changing our process a little bit. So we went and, and now we have a three appointment process. And what that means is the first appointment when people are coming in, it's just to get to know one another. Because that's the most important part. How can you recommend anything if you don't know what that person wants? Right. And so the whole objective is what does retirement look like for them? You know, what are their goals and objectives? And to get a feel from them, what's their experience level? You know, Mm -hmm. what have they been through? Because, you know, they're walking in and they've been through two, three, four different firms before. You know, they kind of know what the gig is. Mm -hmm. Um, So what have they been through? You know, the good, the successes, the failures. And we show them a little bit of what our process is. So the first time is, hey, you know, we may be the nicest people in the world, but if we just aren't a good fit, we're not a good fit. That's okay. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. So that way nobody has to invest too much time in either other, but they also don't have to have their wall up. Right. You know, how everybody's like, oh, what are they going to pitch? Yeah. What are they going to do? Yeah. That's not what, you know, and I tell them usually on that first appointment, you don't have to make a decision until the third appointment. And you can just see it. A lot of times they're like, wow. You know, they're just like, really? It's so different from what they've gone through before. Yeah. They're like, really? (laughs) You're willing to do that? I'm like, yeah. Yeah. I'm like, I feel pretty good. Like I'm pretty good at what I do. Yeah. Yeah. In a sense, I'm taking a risk that, you know, you're going to be here and then that unique money method was developed over that. And just the feedback from our clients has just been phenomenal where they just, they said, that's what makes you unique. That's what makes you guys very special. And we're a boutique firm versus a big box firm. So we spend that extra time. We spend that extra service and we have a limited number of clients we work with because we can't be the end all fix all to everybody. So we're just very specific in what we do. And we just want to do a really, really great job. And we've got a phenomenal team to make sure that that happens for our clients and it is really what makes us different. And that unique money method was birthed out of all of the, the holes, I would say, that the industry seemed to kind of leave out. I think your clients appreciate that. And the thing is, at the McPherson Financial Group, you work with a number of different people. Some people who probably don't have much interest in finance, but they know they need to do something at this stage of their lives. 
And then you also work with literal rocket scientists, yes, too. I do. <laughs> so you really kind of cover it on people's level, too. You really get to know them first, as you said. Absolutely. And then you present the plan in terms that they actually understand, whatever applies to them. Absolutely. And everybody has a different level of expertise or a different level of detail that mm-hmm. they want and need. And we, we just try to make sure that we're meeting that. Now, there's there's certain format that we just do for everything. You know, there's certain protocols that we follow. Right. But everybody else has a little bit different flavor. So it's making sure that we're kind of managing that flavor for them. Because if <laughs> some of my clients want a website and they want to look at their stuff every day, mm-hmm. a lot of our clients though, once a week or, you know, just here and there is mm-hmm. fine. They don't need to look at it every day because they don't want to have a portfolio that they have to look at every right. day. They don't want that kind of risk anymore. It just depends, you know. So we have everything set up where someone can be super crazy looking at every 10 minutes on their website if they want to because everything is updated live for them or someone who wants to just look once a week. You know, it yeah. just depends on them. Now, one of the confusing questions that we often have at Retirement Art is how much can I safely withdraw from my accounts? And Morningstar's Christine Ben says this long bull market has actually caused a lot of us to become overconfident about that. The key thing you want to look at in terms of how you are doing is your portfolio spending rate. With portfolio balances enlarged, I think perhaps some retirees have gotten maybe a little bit loose on the spending front. They've seen their portfolios nicely growing, so they've perhaps been taking a little bit more than they otherwise would. Get back to uh, looking at what is a sustainable withdrawal rate for you. This is another area where a financial advisor can be a great help in terms of putting a little bit of science around whatever withdrawal system you're using. There is a little bit of science involved here, isn't there, Art? Absolutely. You have to be very careful in this one. This is where you can really burn down your portfolio if you're over withdrawing, things like that. And how your portfolio is modeled makes a huge difference on what you can withdraw Mm -hmm. because it's based on the performance of your portfolio because the performance you're getting is going to dictate how you can keep pace with inflation and what kind of withdrawal rate you can pull, plus the volatility. Mm-hmm. How volatile is your portfolio? The more volatile it is, actually, the less in- income you can take. So sometimes a lot of people re- think, well, I'll take a lot more risk so I can get a better yield, but actually the volatility is so bad, it doesn't help them take any more income. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't necessarily mean just taking more risk will give you more income. So you have to make sure... Uh, you're using the tools and the resources that are available. That's why when I went to New York, it was to see my two gurus, which I loved, which was Roger Ibsen. And Robert Schiller. And Robert Schiller, exactly. Yeah. So both of those guys, especially Ibsen, he's won the Nobel Prize in economics. Yeah, they both, deal. Yeah, they both have been doing this for a very, very long time. And both of them have studied investor behavior big time, you know, and how to maximize returns, how to minimize volatility. Um, And really, uh, Roger Ibsen has been crucial in me developing a lot of the techniques we use through Unique Money Method. And it was just fun to talk to those guys and hear them vocalize a lot of things that I say. But they're both PhDs from Yale. So it's kind of nice. And they're very, very recognized at what they do. So And yeah, I think it's really crucial to understand that behavioral finance aspect to it, because we are human beings. We are emotional. And I think especially if you're approaching retirement or already in retirement, you don't really don't have the stomach anymore to watch those ups and downs with your own money. Exactly. And the worst thing about the market and the dynamics of the market, because risk is important for overall long-term return. But the reason people have a hard time stomaching that on a million plus dollars in their portfolio is because 
it's so much money and it's more money than they've ever had their entire life. Mm-hmm. And every day they're looking at the news, it's negative. Right. You know, so it's just all that reinforcement is negative reinforcement, negative reinforcement, negative. So it's so easy for someone to get emotional and to pull out the wrong time, basically buy high, sell low. You know, that's mm-hmm. just how it is. But here's the best way to keep them from making that kind of mistake. Have a plan, yeah. have a guide map, because there's going to be times in the game relating to football again, that we are not, it's not working. Something's not flowing the way we anticipated. The market's underperforming. Bonds right now are underperforming. Mm -hmm. You know, so in modeling right now, bonds are the big problem. You know, so how do we avoid that? How do we kind of get around that or make up for that, you know, that underperforming in bonds? So a lot of times we'll use bond alternatives, you know, and that was one of the things I loved about talking about with Schiller and Ibsen. They talk about bond alternatives. And that's one of the big part of my modeling all the time. So those are the kind of things that we look at. And it really smooths out that ride. You talk about, you know, when you look at your portfolio statements, you do not want to see those jagged lines. You really try to smooth out that line for your clients. If I could, I'd like to make it a straight line. Yeah. <laughs> you know, because then it would be so easy to just, everything's perfect. It always works right. It's <laughs> heaven on earth, you know, but that's not going to happen. Right. But the, the more consistent we can make that and the less volatile we can make that, the better it is. Investing for retirement is an art form. Learn more online at artofmoneyradio.com. It's interesting when we're starting to learn about any subject really that we have questions about, we tend to go online for that. But what kinds of questions do people actually ask about retirement when they're online? According to Google, the most common one they get is how much do I need? Now, what are some of the first questions that you get when you sit down with someone who comes in? What do they typically ask you? That's a big one. Yeah, you know, because how much do I need? <laughs> right. So a lot of times, you know, our average client walking the door today is about, you know, at retirement within a year or two or five years, you know, in that retirement red zone. Mm-hmm. So they've spent the last 25, maybe 30 years accumulating. So they've been doing a a lot of really good saving. Um, You know, they're kind of at their peak earning power. You know, some of them might be making $100,000, $200,000 a year now or more. Um, So they're, you know, they're setting aside a good amount of money on a regular basis, but they still want to know, you know, is this enough? You know, am am I going to be able to retire? You know, what does this look like? So we usually start there. And then a lot of them are like, you know, what's too early to retire? You know, Mm -hmm. and really it's just a dynamic of what they need from a cash flow standpoint. So if they've got to have $10,000 a month for income and we have social security that they can look at, but that doesn't start, the earliest you can pull there is 62. So if you want to retire at 55 or 59 and a half, social security is not even in the equation yet. So what do you have? Do you have pension plan? Do you have uh, just the 401k and IRAs that you've set aside? You know, what, what does a person have in their nest egg to be able to make distributions from? So we start there at their current budget and make sure that we design a plan that we can provide enough income on a monthly basis. I do appreciate that art because no one wants to cut back their lifestyle in retirement. And in fact, actually in those first few years, you might be spending a lot more. Well, usually you have the extra travel. You know, mm-hmm. you still need to have your budget work. So you still need to put aside that save to spend money. You know, you still have to have because the cars are still going to break in right. retirement, <laughs> just like they broke when you were working. So we still have to have money there. You're still going to need to repair the roof. That doesn't change. Matter of fact, it may get more expensive for you because when you're 70, you probably don't want to climb on the roof to fix the roof <laughs> or you might be able to do that right now. So you're going to have to hire that out. So those things still need to be there. You're saved to spend money. still needs to be there. Where your biggest increase in expenses are, you're now going to be able to do those things you couldn't do because nine to five, Monday through Friday, you were at the office. 
Now you can be on the golf course. <laughs> now you can be out boating. Now you can be sailing. Now you can be traveling. But all those things cost money. So if you're traveling even in a car and you're not flying, you got to buy gas. And if you step over there, you get a motor home and you're doing a lot of that because a lot of our clients will do that. You got a lot more gas because now you're going in a vehicle that's not making, getting you 30 miles a gallon. You're getting five, six, seven, eight miles a gallon. So, you know, you got to have a lot more gas and then you fill up and it, you got a thousand gallon tank. Yeah, it's a lot. It's, it's a, a little l- different it, animal. Just a little bit. <laughs> well, if you have questions about how to prepare for the expenses in retirement, do something useful on Google. Just Google us, artofmoneyradio.com. That's artofmoneyradio.com. Thanks for listening. Want more from Art McPherson of McPherson Financial Group? Find us online at artofmoneyradio.com. Investment advisory services offered through ProStatus Financial Advisors Group, a registered investment advisor. Securities offered through World Equity Group, Inc., member FINRA SIPC, a registered investment advisor. McPherson Financial Group is not owned or controlled by World Equity Group, Inc. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed should not be considered investment advice or recommendation to buy or sell any financial vehicle. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments can fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Investment financial professionals are not licensed in all 50 states. McPherson Financial Group is not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency and does not provide legal or tax advice. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuing insurance company. By contacting us, you may be provided with information about insurance and annuity products offered through Arthur McPherson, Florida Insurance License Number A174725.